So I'd like to give you three ways that pretty much any basketball player can build mental toughness immediately. And before we get into them, I'd like to clarify, I really, really don't like the term mental toughness because it's become one of those sort of vague buzz terms that coaches throw around all the time and that even experts throw around. And it's thrown around so much that it's it's lost all of its meaning, okay? So we're gonna actually clarify exactly what mental toughness is before we get into these three techniques. And my personal definition of mental toughness that I've come up with for myself is the ability to override the impulses of your mind and your body, okay? The ability to override the impulses of your mind and body. This means that um, an impulse might mean something simple, like when you're in a workout and your entire body is, is just aching with exhaustion, your ability to override the impulse of your body to go and rest and continue doing the work that you need to do, that would be a function of mental toughness, okay? Um, if you're in your kitchen and you're looking at a healthy option and you're looking at a uh, not so healthy option, your ability to override the impulse of your mind to go for the unhealthy option and to choose the healthy option, that would be a function of mental toughness. So it's essentially what you might call override capacity. Okay, override capacity. And your ability to override the impulses of your mind and body will be a function of how much mental toughness you have. And so luckily, this means that we can pretty easily develop mental toughness actually just by practicing overriding the impulses of our mind and body. And this is a skill just like a crossover or a jump shot or your vertical jump or, you know, it, it, it's like lifting weights in the weight room. You can get stronger and stronger and stronger at this. And you can also get weaker and weaker and weaker if you don't practice it, okay? So this override capacity, I'd like to start out by giving you an example of uh, probably the most mentally tough human being that I've ever heard of in my life. Uh, more mentally tough than any basketball player, any athlete, uh, any human being that I've ever heard of, frankly, and so much more mentally tough that it almost doesn't do it do this person justice to even name them in the same realm as an athlete would. And this individual was a Vietnamese monk, okay? I, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name because I won't do it justice, but this Vietnamese monk was in, uh, I believe, 1963, was protesting the Vietnamese government, which was uh, essentially um, persecuting Buddhist monks. And this Vietnamese Buddhist monk, as a protest, went into the middle of a busy intersection in Saigon, and uh, I, I warn you, this is intense, covered himself in gasoline and lit himself on fire, okay? This Vietnamese monk was sitting in like full lotus meditation posture, um, was covered in gasoline and then lit himself on fire. When he did this, he didn't move a muscle. He sat in full like lotus posture until his body simply toppled over and he passed away. As you can imagine, a crowd formed and there was a huge uprising and the government was uh, eventually, after a lot of messiness, was, um, uh, I don't believe they, they were overthrown, but some changes were made and a reform was made so that Buddhist monks would not be prosecuted anymore. But this, imagine that kind of override capacity, right? This Vietnamese monk who literally is burning to death is overriding every screaming impulse of his mind and body to the point where he doesn't move a muscle, okay? That is mental toughness. And I'm not saying that you should ever go and do this. I'm not saying that you should ever even need to go and do this, but 
The purpose of this story is to let you know that mental toughness can not only be developed, it can be developed beyond anything that you've probably ever heard of before. The mind is so powerful. Um, and we're gonna give you three really simple techniques that don't involve lighting yourself on fire, <laughs> but can build incredible mental toughness if you follow them correctly and you follow them consistently. Before we get into those techniques, I'm gonna give you the secret to all of these techniques, okay? And this is something that you can kind of run as like a program in your mind at all times, and we call it winning the little battles, okay? Winning the little battles. You're gonna find over the course of a day that these little opportunities to override your impulses come up um, pretty much all day long, right? When you go into the kitchen, like we were saying before, and you have that, uh, mental battle of which, which am I going to choose, the unhealthy option or the healthy option. It, when you're in your workout and you have the option to skip that last set or not skip the last set, you have this little battle that uh, is an opportunity to practice this override capacity. And if you override <laughs> the impulses of your mind and body and actually go ahead and take the option that you know is right, regardless of those what those, those impulses and that little mind in your, that little voice in your mind is saying, you will strengthen that override capacity and build mental toughness. If you take the easy way out, you will weaken your override capacity and weaken your mental toughness, okay? So winning those little battles over the course of a day is very, very important. And um, as we go into these three techniques or these three activities really that you can do, Make sure that you're taking every opportunity to, to win those little battles. And it's okay if you lose one once in a while, but make sure that on a consistent basis, you're winning those little internal battles with yourself. So the first technique is a really simple one, and it's a cold shower, okay? Cold shower, that's it. If you wake up in the morning and you crank that water cold, and um, in deep game, we actually... As one of the, the daily habits and rituals that we install over the course of the eight-week program, one of those habits is actually at the end of every shower, you crank it as cold as it'll go for one minute and you stay in there, okay? That gives you this massive impulse, right? Your mind and your, your body as it kind of freaks out and it's this like foreign feeling that it's not used to of being freezing cold all of a sudden after being in a warm shower it will freak out and tell you like, get out immediately, turn that water off, I don't need to do this, I don't need to be in here. And yet, if you override all of those impulses, you will build that override capacity and therefore your mental toughness. So just simply cranking that water cold for 60 seconds at the end of, a, at the end of a, your regular shower, doing this will build that override capacity and give you more uh, material to work with, more of those little battles that you can win to build your mental toughness, okay? If you wanna take this a step further, you can actually go just full cold shower. This is even more powerful if you um, don't even take a hot shower, but first thing in the morning, jump in a freezing cold shower for three minutes and override all of those impulses as they inevitably come up. And I promise you they will. There is not one single day <laughs> that, uh, that I do this where I want to get into that cold shower. And yet, um, after doing it, you feel so much stronger and so much tougher that the rest of your day is much easier, actually. So um, I really strongly recommend, at the very least, crank that shower cold for 60 seconds at the end of every single shower, and you'll start to build some of that override capacity right away. Um, even one step further, you can do a full-blown ice bath, and um, anybody that's done an ice bath before knows how, uh, <laughs> how, how furious that internal battle is, and um, it really 
really gives you a strong opportunity to override your mind and body. So a 10 minute ice bath would be incredible if you can do that as well. But at the very least, 60 seconds cold at the end of every shower. The second one is a little bit more difficult and it's fasting, okay? Fasting, full blown, like don't eat or uh, drink anything except for water for a predetermined period of time. Now, when you first do this, I wouldn't recommend doing like a full entire day. You can even just do 16 hours. So from the time that you wake up until let's say 5 p.m. or whenever you normally uh, eat dinner, that's probably longer than 16 hours, but that, that's a good way to start is literally from dinner time the evening before until the following evening dinner only have water. And over the course of the day, it's going to be, uh, do this on a day that you're not training, by the way, but maybe on your day off on a Sunday or something like that, you can actually just not eat until dinner time. And not only is this extremely healthy for your body actually, but, um, and it's going to, there are so many benefits to fasting. I don't want to get sidetracked and get into that, but you can do that research on your own. It's extremely healthy for you. But it also gives you so much opportunity to work with that internal battle in your mind and win it over and over and over and over. Because by, you know, 10 a.m., 11 a.m., 12 p.m., uh, you know, into the afternoon, as you start to get hungry, as you start to get maybe a little bit, feel a little bit weaker than normal, you're, that, that internal battle will come up where you're saying, maybe this isn't healthy. Maybe I should just have like a little snack. It, no, that won't hurt me. Maybe I should just, um, you know, I'll, I'll just have lunch. I, I already fasted all morning. That's good enough. And you'll have all of this material to work with where you can build that override capacity. Okay. So fasting is the second one. The third one is just the classical meditation. Okay. Meditation is the ultimate way to develop this. And the way that that Vietnamese monk developed it as well is long duration meditation. And uh, this doesn't mean that you have to sit all day long for years on end like that monk did, but just sitting for uh, you know, 20 minutes a day in meditation and overriding the impulses of your mind and even your body as it aches and gets, uh, you know, tightness moves through you and your mind is saying, this is so boring, get up. Even those, um, you know, as you get deeper into meditation, as your mind wants to wander off into thought, overriding that impulse and just coming back into the meditation is going to give you so much of that override capacity and therefore mental toughness that you can then carry into every aspect of your day and uh, of your life, actually. So these are... Um, <laughs> these are really core fundamental practices that every basketball player, as far as I'm concerned, every practitioner of the deep game of basketball should be doing on a regular basis. And I want to point out now something really, really important. And this is misunderstood by most players. Mental toughness is a symptom. It's not a cause. Okay, mental toughness is a symptom, not a cause. In the same way that feeling strong and healthy and vital is a symptom of eating well, getting a lot of sleep, exercising, you know, it's not a cause. You don't get to just decide that, okay, I'm going to feel, I'm going to feel good and healthy. I, my, my body and my mind are going to be perfectly healthy today. No, you don't get to decide that in the same way that you don't get to just show up on the basketball court and say, I'm going to be mentally tough today. No, it's a symptom of causes that have been put in place beforehand, doing, um, winning the little battles, taking your cold shower, meditating, fasting, things of that nature that build this override capacity will 
will then create the symptom of being mentally tough in basketball. And the ultimate cause of the symptom of mental toughness is following the eight laws of the deep game. If you follow the eight laws of the deep game in not only on the basketball court, but in your life as well, you can't help but be mentally tough and significantly mentally tougher than pretty much every other player that you'll go up against because I promise you, um, unless they've like taken the masterclass or taken the full deep game program, they don't have these eight laws. And so Right now, go to deepgame.com and take the masterclass. It's completely free, okay? It's a full like PhD level training, one hour training in the entire deep game of basketball and all eight laws. And once you take it, you will find yourself playing and living your life with so much more mental toughness and resilience that um, players are gonna wonder like, how does he do it? And the way that you do it is the eight laws, okay? So go to deepgame.com right now, start to use some of these techniques. Maybe you just crank your shower cold today for 60 seconds at the end of that shower. And I know it's uh, it's very uncomfortable the first time that you do it, but afterwards, just check how you feel and check how much resilience you have in the rest of your life. And maybe you wanna tomorrow try that three minute cold shower and maybe do a little bit of meditation using the technique that we explain in the Deep Game Masterclass and just add these things to your life and practice winning those little battles. And I promise you, you will find yourself playing and living with so much more mental toughness or override capacity that it shocks people. Okay, so go to deepgame.com, take the free masterclass right now, and I will see you there.